This is the Bull Mountain Brothers Podcast. Does it classify you as an adult to own an umbrella? What's the other one you use? Grubhub or something? Grubhub? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not getting it for you. Now he's the yawn guy? I just wanted to take a moment of your time to talk to you about one of our sponsors, F&H Contracting and Fence, located in Billings, Montana. If you're looking to spruce up your yard or want a little more privacy for them summer backyard barbecues, or maybe you just need part of your fence repaired, contact our friends at F&H Contracting and Fence by texting 406-661-7484. From front yards to farm yards and even chain link to vinyl, they've got you covered. Now back to the action. You're listening to the BMB Network, and welcome to episode 52 of the Bull Mountain Brothers podcast. I'm back. I, I, it is Ramsey. He is here. What's up, buddy? I can't believe how what Riley just did from everything that we've gone through tonight and how literally it was five minutes ago we were still discussing what we were going to get into in this podcast and how we just flipped the script with a snap of a finger and now we're recording a podcast like that's it's impeccable we everything you just said made zero fucking i'm just kidding <laughs> we have it's impeccable we are now, all now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> did that not make sense uh no it made sense i just it's impeccable how how well we just transition trans Transition. Oh, oh man. Trend. We're having a rough night. Do we want to talk about Transitioned. Yes. Just go right into I think it. This is a centric. Absolutely. Point. We're going to, we're just gonna have to we're gonna have to own up to what we have an apology to make on the podcast too se- to a special se- somebody. Several several apologies, maybe. <laughs> Wait, several. Uh let's just start with everything that we need to apologize to the world for. What? I'm I'll just do you want me to start listening it up. Yeah, just go. I'm for scared. It. Okay. Okay. What are you going to say? So for, we're going to start with the first thing. Oh, um, with Ramsey's absence last week, um, I made a strong attempt at trying to edit the video myself. I failed. And it, uh, because you can tell if you can't see me for the last week and a half, uh, it never got posted, which is something we were trying to leave in 2022 was, <laughs> was misposting a podcast. But it happened, and we have Ramsey back for eternity, and he can never leave ever again. <laughs> Old <laughs> so, habits die hard. Um, yeah, so basically, I guess we can apologize for not getting a YouTube version out last week. I did then, have some people um, talk to me about how they go, yeah, you know, I saw the video posted, but it just like kind of randomly cut out at a certain time on YouTube. And oh, I, I like, didn't even talk. I'm talking about something even different. What are I, you talking he's about? He's talking about how last week's podcast did. <laughs> That's how behind we are. We actually have one that was cut in half. It has low volume. And then we have one that didn't get posted. All right. So. Ramsey, can you explain for everyone? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, on. wait. Let me wrap my head around this. That was two weeks ago. Yeah. Yes, that was uh, Matt was here. I think I believe. No, no, no. That was us three, three again. Us. Yeah. All right. So oh, okay. Let's let's break this down here. So I had the trip. That can I, I was can going I interrupt on. real quick? Yeah. Wow. We need no, no. You don't have to switch me. <laughs> I, I'm just talking from I'm talking from the clouds right now. Um, I want this is Ramsey basically saying, um, you guys messed up royally, and I'm going to explain to you how you messed up. And then what we're going to do to change it. Does that work? It's it's the basis of it. So anyway, I was leaving for my trip. We recorded on what? Tuesday? On your favorite rocket ship. I don't remember. 
We recorded early in the week, so I had time to get the video. I got the video done. I gave it to Sean. He never watched it. He was supposed to watch. No, <laughs> I watched actually. You know what's funny about this? Because that this is the one that I was just talking about, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, more specifically. I watched 40 minutes of it. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. Okay, so what had happened was is me and Riley live in BFE, as some of our frequent listeners might know. And I have deduced that what happened was is halfway through upload upload to YouTube, we lost internet because I was going over Wi-Fi and it posted what had downloaded. Which was half the podcast. Also, this one's on me, but on Adobe Premiere, you can adjust decibel levels. And I think I put a negative sign where there should have been a positive sign, hence the quietness, which is an easy fix. But I am almost into Utah, and Riley calls me and says, hey, the podcast didn't upload. It's like 46 minutes long. And I was like, ah. Sorry, nothing I can do about it now. But I figured something was better than nothing, so we just left it on there. That video will get taken down, and the full one will be... Re-uploaded. Re-uploaded. How does that work on YouTube? You just delete a video and just post another one. Yeah, it just takes it off there. It'll be under the same name and everything. I'll run a premiere for it, so anybody that's a follower will get a notification that it's going to be uploaded. I'm going to do... Two weeks ago, the one we're talking about, and last week's will both be posted Saturday. Well, you know what's going to be funny is we're talking about this right now, and you're going to be, be posting the video before someone's going to get this information. No, no, no. It'll fi- be the day after. I'll you're going to post this one first? No, same day. Both. Oh, no, he's right. He's right. You disregard anything. Oh, he's say. correct. Yeah. So this will be like a week from when these two post exactly that this one will post. I wonder if we just post this one and then post the other one and say, hey, oops, sorry. Yeah, that'll work. Anyway, yeah, we'll post this one first before anything. Um, also, to rectify the situation of it not rectify getting, not getting posted last week is I will just be the one posting them because, from now on. From now on, because it is kind of a you have to learn quite a bit to do it. But like, uh, let me let me talk about this real quick. There's not only a matter of the fact of like Sean and I had it figured out ninety five percent. Right, nine. Okay, ninety percent. Doesn't I had no, I had doesn't the, seem very confident. It was, no, it was it was it, it was pretty funny though because. So how Ramsey does this is oh oh, oh sorry I I uh, switched to the wrong thing. What are you, what are you trying to do over there? <laughs> I want to show everybody. Luckily, I was on that page. Yo, what was that page? Uh, just the, hey, our YouTube. Yeah, hey, hey. if you guys want to check out our YouTube, go to Bull Mountain Brothers. Uh, is it at Bull Mountain Brothers on YouTube? Yeah. Um, as you can see, there is the video currently that we were just checking out. It's that uh, 46 minutes and f- I can't go up there. 46 minutes, 51. Yeah. So if the 28 people want to go ahead and rewatch this <laughs> <laughs> so we can get the views back out of it. Anyway, um, there's a, is it kind of a, hilarious that now looking at it, um, our old logo, our original logo that we paid for is on, I, it's just there. <laughs> that is funny. Okay, regardless. Um he is a train wreck. Yeah. Tonight. Let me can I can I go on? Sean, go ahead. Okay. Anyway, so how obviously me sitting in the same vicinity as this guy who controls the video production of Ramsey. this podcast. Yes. Um 
And I mean, I have coerced myself in the involvements in some of the video stuff. I have found out that my comp- my laptop that is currently here cannot um, assist Ramsey no longer <laughs> uh, because of uh, Windows 10 has maxed out, I believe, on uh, updates. Essentially, so, your laptop is a WAB. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, so I am... I am involved. What? I have been. What, what is what is that? Yeah, actually, I'm con- I'm conflicted. It's what? a WAB. Does that stand for something? It's a weak ass bitch. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> all right. Anyway, so I have been involved with some of the video stuff, and uh, more so than I would say Riley and Matt. And so I took persistence in thinking. I can make this happen as far as this end where he sits. And so I did, which I did fine. Everything yeah, was fine works. on that end. But the funny part was, so how he does it for me sitting here watching him after our show ends, you know, the fade to black moments after that is a basically a switch from file on the on his laptop to the desktop. And then we either put it to an SD card into his computer or to our uh, 385 terabyte hard drive that uh, Riley bought. Um, and so... It's her name is, can you imagine her name is, how fat... Or her name how, is Bertha, yeah. by the way. <laughs> it's actually Lacey. It actually has to fit in the Big tailgate Lacey. of a pickup. Is how, <laughs> the size of Could this. you imagine how much a 385 the terabyte... The cord, for all the viewers, the cord's coming through this window that's over here on my left <laughs> right now. Um, anyway, so... At that point, we had, or last week's, we had the the terabyte hard drive. So we were, I was like, oh, it's easy, you know. We'll just, I'll take file from his computer because, for some reason, his laptop has a massive storage capacity compared to mine, and upload it to desktop. Super easy. Drag file. Blah blah blah. This is what I went through. Okay. Oh God. Which I is what you do, yet. right? You when when we're finished, you. You drag file to desktop. No, I just drag it straight to the hard drive. It's it's fine, Sean. Either way, we, we either just way let me get it. Let me. Doing. I'm just getting Ram it. Ram okay, clearly. Don't make me feel thing. dumb now because I already do. Anyway, so what happened was is we finished the podcast and I went, okay, we're, I plugged the hard drive in, uh, downloaded the, I think we had two files on that one because we took a short yeah, break. Yeah, it was two files. Um. It was actually rather, it was a shorter than, we've. Been, it's funny because Ramsey's been, he's like, all of our videos of, uh, for 2023 have been a minute 40 seconds, like somehow. A minute 40 seconds? An hour 40 seconds? Yeah. Oh my really God. Hour and 34 minutes. Rough night to do a podcast. All course. right. Anyway. We haven't even got into the bread and butter of why it's been <laughs> such a shit no, show No, we tonight. haven't. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. But. So I did the whole thing. I took the two, ve- the two, f- I was going to say vector file. I thought you were going to say Vexlar. I have Vexlars. I took the two Vexlars, uh, the two video <laughs> files Lord. that I'm we had. for a week and you both are just absolute trains. We talked guys. about this last week. You were the glue that holds us together. <laughs> like we just cannot function without your presence. Anyway, I took the two files that were on his computer, put them on the desktop, and I decided to go to the hard drive. But <laughs> what I found out, so it's we're super great. Riley and I, so uh, Matt t- left because he went to bed. Yeah. And so Riley and I were down here and I was like, oh, this shouldn't take that long. You know, like it, it, they upload very fast being ethered. And so I went through the process of downloading it to the desktop 
and then t- in order to drag it to because I couldn't save it directly to the 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 lacy e is what it's called on a computer big lace I couldn't do that and so what I had to do is take the whole file off of the desktop and drag it to the files tab and save it to the lacy e the problem with that was is the size of the file on the desktop was too large for me to be able to see what I was dragging it to right. to be highlighted. So I was sitting there and I would drag it and it would go to like photos or something. And I was like, ah, shit. All right, let's try this again. You're and just I, continuously I literally boosting could, Ramsey's ego right now. I literally could not see what I was, I was saving it to. And I was like, there's got to be a better way to do this. And so I tried other ways, could not come up with anything. So basically what I did was trial and error. I took from the, the desktop, I drug over. And because the problem was, is the file is when you drag from a desktop is like this big, this big on a, on a computer. Let me, let me just keep going here. And so I would drag and you couldn't see. Night. People are falling asleep currently. Anyway, anyway, so I did that and I guessed, guessed and checked and finally got it. And then I downloaded it to the actual, the, the, terabyte hard drive and i went i told riley i was like so it showed me that it was uploaded to the lacy but i can't currently open it on the lacy so i was like what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna leave these on his desktop so if anything bad happens and you go home riley going home to try and edit this video that if it doesn't work, we still have them on his on his computer desktop. It worked. It did. Can I can I ruin your night real quick? I did. So I ran into that problem originally. So I'm not gonna exit out of our camera here. But if you look on my desktop about right there, there's a shortcut to Lacey E on the desktop. You can drag the file straight to that and it'll go straight into the hard drive. That would have been nice to know. Also, <laughs> I don't can believe we, you. Can we talk about the fact that... I don't that, fucking right. believe you. Can we talk about the fact no, that... No, no, so do we're, not We're do taking it. all the blame here right now. Hold on. But yeah. I feel like Ramsey should have ran us through this before he left. So I want to put the blame on him. <laughs> okay, he's not lying. It is right there. How did I not see that? <laughs> okay, we're going to quit boring people with the tech talk. Okay. So, <laughs> well, we're going to go into tech talk again after this. Oh, I know. I'm fully aware. <laughs> okay. Uh, fast forward to Sean and I on the phone uh, all night, I want to say Thursday night, and um, I figured out how to put it together. Putting it together is really not, and you've done that before at home too. Yeah, It's not the harder part. Oh. The hardest part is putting in wherever you have the intro and outro hidden on your computer. You have it saved. Right I I don't. You have it saved <laughs> as a file because that was what his big thing was. He's like, was it already? Is it building already been, yeah. the, the intro and a, outro every time? No. You think it's about built? A waste it's built already. Go. <laughs> you literally just dropped. I started to rebuild all everything. Like I was so like, that was what I told Riley. I was like, basically, I was like, dude. I, oh like, my god! Persistence. I was this like, is the best day of my life. I was like, persistence, man. We can't go in with Riley's version of the intro versus <laughs> Ramsey's version of the intro, and it be different, and then have our YouTube listeners see this and be like, "What the hell is different here?" Something? So now I know why it takes him ten minutes to do this. Now, I it took me at least four hours. I went to bed at like two in the morning, and I was just like, "Sean, I can't, I can't do it." And he's like. Uh, so gonna, I, you're gonna have to do it, dude. Like, we're just gonna have to post I, I know it. No, none of the listeners are gonna want to listen to it. But the other thing you can do is uh, 
you can take one of the old videos and put it over top of that the new was video my suggestion and just idea. cut it out of the. Yeah, that's that, what I did the second time. I'm like, I'm tired of I'm doing crying. this. I'm just gonna I'm crying. Right I now. did. That was my idea. <laughs> the whole time, I'm just like in California having a grand old time, and this is all brand new news to me. I've never heard it. You never any, heard any of this until no, right now. Okay, right but now. this is the thing that sucks is. Riley has never been involved in the video production of this because he does the audio production I, for the Spotify and, and Apple podcast listeners. Riley does help me quite a bit. Like, Well, he's behind the scenes to help yeah, me. I, I don't do my own projects. I, I, right. I actually, I built the turkey teaser, but I did, and then you, and then you put it in better. Ooh. But anyway, what I was getting at was, like, I... The videos six months ago I was involved with and like I would build something and then Ramsey would build off of that and we would just go like back and forth to create something that never got posted. Um, but the problem it is... hot garbage. I'm so happy we didn't post it. Is now... Well, that was... Be- <sighs> Fucking... Continue, anyway, Continue. but the, the reason now I can't... I'm like useless until I get this tower is because whenever I load up Adobe Premiere... Everything is pink and green pixelation. Like my video files that I have saved, like because we trade that terabyte around. That's for, a setting in Adobe. I can fix that. No, it's not. It's because I found this out. It's because my computer is not is maxed out on Windows 10 updates, and so Could that be. can't run it. And well, mine does that too. You just got to clear some hard drive space. No, I my hard drive is completely clear. I tried everything. I yeah. promise you. Uh, that's no, why I'm getting anyways, the tower. Anyways. But that was the problem is now I have been out of the loop. And so I was of, I was among a zero help for... Which I... I was moral I, support, why maybe. Why just call me, dude? Yeah. Well, like Friday came around and I was like, well, at least we have our... Wait, wait. Let me dog on Ramsey a little bit because he's been built up so much to this point. Yeah. With his comment about why didn't he call... Why didn't I call him? I also... We got in here... What night did we record? Oh, I know where this is going. Went Tuesday? Uh, I don't remember. It was Tuesday-ish. Yeah, previous days before uh, the posting dates. Uh, got in here. I don't know Ramsey's passcode to his computer. Riley doesn't know. And his computer, this computer right here is running our switcher to be able to switch everything and controlling what we get for podcast. It, it is the control station. It is. It is. My computer, the only thing it does is what you see on this is all you see. Anyway, that's Riley. That's us. You go ahead and fix that. But anyway. <laughs> just just talk for a little bit. So I came in here and I'm like, what is his passcode? And Riley's like, dude, I have no idea. And I was like, we have to put a podcast out this week and we have no... I text Ramsey, right? What is the passcode to your computer? Riley somehow manages to guess the passcode on the phone while he's on his way here while I'm sitting in Ramsey's seat. We get in, do everything fine. It's not maybe 48, 50 hours later I get a text from Ramsey. It's it's this code. Yeah. Here you go. And I'm like, I didn't even reply. I was like, you're a great help, dude. Let me just say. Seriously. I was legitimately in the middle of the Mojave Desert with a hundred thousand other people okay cell service i, I want to talk about that so we're gonna go we're gonna i want to finish uh, our discussion yeah i want to finish the discussion and then i i do want to go um i think it'd be interesting to hear about your trip because it's unique um and like we said last week this is definitely the first bit we've been without you which is weird i guess kind of i don't know 
It was weird not like listening to a podcast that I wasn't a part of was very Yeah, it's going to be weird for you to edit it because we haven't up to this point. And then, uh, so it leads to, you know, Ramsey's little trip that was gone for 10 days kind of hindered the um, posting of the video. I mean, I still got the audio out, so it's all good. That's we've literally like streamlined that process so much. It's so much. It's it's so simple for. I mean, because I look back on last year and like have we legitimately had times where podcasts were posted not on time, and posted not on day. And I look at that now and I'm like, how did that happen? This is so easy to to do what we do now. But that's not video is not. If you're if you're listening and you do this for a living, like kudos because it's not easy. No, it's definitely time consuming. And we don't even make like, we haven't even started making like vlogs and like real like actual videos. Like, could you imagine how much time and effort go into that? Yeah. I was just, I'm like, I'm like scraping the very. Yeah. You're getting, and that's the other thing. Getting, and I, I told Sean, I said, listen, I want to do this. I want to put something out, but Ramsey has a certain way he's doing this. And I don't want to. We can't change that. Yeah. Like, I can't, like, my. I don't want to take away from his creative control. And that's what I want him to look consistent the same. So that was our whole fiasco on that. Season three is all you, man. Season kind of got it. (laughs) Nine months to figure it out. Um, And then we go to our second oopsie or third. I don't know where we're at right now. I think we're on fifth oopsies. The total shit show of this evening. It's so embarrassing because we've tried so hard to make 2023 like the most professional best thing we can do and then to have like stuff like this happen is just like frustrating and it's all tech issues it's all stuff that if we went to school for this for like eight years maybe we could okay i feel like a tech guy goes for like a year but yeah okay i was gonna <laughs> say are we going for tech doctor or tech doctor yeah yeah um tech nine? so then i i just want to say like we have a lot of amazing guests booked this year. This is the last podcast with just three of us or just four of us for probably six months. No, I would say like two months. No, and but that's at current listing. So, and it might even be if if we book three more people, it might be till the turkey hunt that we. I don't even know. We might not have just us again for a long time. Um, so where was I going with this? What oh, all our our awesome uh, booking. Awesome guests that we've booked. We booked someone that was going to be an in-studio guest because they're from way out of town. It just happened that um, the he was making a trip to where we live, where the studio's at. And he had a family matter come up, so like he couldn't come. So we rescheduled. And we've been trying to develop the ability to do, which if you're a podcast watcher, listener, mostly a watcher, you'll notice that a lot of guys are, you know, because you'll have... Uh, let's say there's a, it's a celebrity podcast, right? Where you have celebrities on all these people from all over the United States and all over the world. So the only way they can do an interview is, you know, through a video call or a zoom call. So we started to take on some zoom interviews this year to get some more guests that are not from our region. Fast forward to tonight. Um, we thought we had everything lined up. We had the right equipment built. We've done some trial runs and everything. And of course, we get this awesome guest on. He gets into the Zoom call, and everything fell apart. Everything fell apart tonight. We had no audio, no. <laughs> oh my God! Stop pressing buttons. <laughs> we had we had no audio, and 
no. I don't mean to interrupt. We had you, video. This is what happens. I leave and you guys just think you can touch buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taping my hands off from now on. But anyway, so we had video, obviously, um, through... Video was m- the only consistent thing. through My computer, because it's connected to as Riley just did his tremor with, um, you saw. But we have video, but we couldn't get audio through our headset and audio through our mics for him to be able to hear us. And so, which was funny because when we first got that attachment to our our, uh, mixer, that the Zoom attachment, we did a trial run where we had Matt leave the studio and go out into another room in the building and... Worked flawlessly. Worked, I mean, great. Like, it sounded great. He said we sounded great, everything. And so... I don't know what happened. I think we just tried a little too hard to try and get the laptops to do it, and there's way too much. And for people that are listening that know what we did wrong, please tell us. But if you don't, I mean, it, it was just a shit show. At, at one point in time, I think me and Sean both had cords plugged into every different single kind of jack on both of our laptops. Yeah. And the, the shitty thing, really is that we put a lot of time and effort like to really make sure that that didn't happen and then it happened the way it didn't and it it was just I I was really embarrassed and I feel I feel bad about yeah. it. But it was it was our our guest was super cool. We ended up once we got everything ironed out, we talked to him for what 10 minutes probably. Yeah, and he was really a great talk like a conversation piece. But it literally boiled down to we were overthinking it way too hard and I had to make a few audio adjustments to make it sound good. But now we're rock solid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we called the Lodge crew member Josh and for about 10 minutes and got everything ironed out. Worked great with him. Hopefully, you get your sync fixed, Josh. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I would just say, like I said, we feel, we feel like kind of down about it because like we are kind of depriving the listeners in a way of, you know, a really awesome educational and potential uh we'll just say right now he's a guy that owns a fly fishing apparel company and and is a big time fly fisherman and just a lot of uh he has a lot of cool things to offer and we're just like dang man that would have been awesome for people to listen to he's still coming back we'll have him on this it would be episode 53 instead of 52 um but yeah it's just it's a bummer we're, we're having a rough night because of it really it is and it's tough because we wanted to be so like our season two stuff, all of our meetings leading up in 2022 to this season was professionalism. Yeah. And it's hard because at the end of the day, none of us are these geek squad guys that, you know, understand all of we're this. We're not affiliated with Best Buy. <laughs> but we're not like, we're not all these, we're not, none of us are. Everything that we've Especially done one of us, but we're not. Uh, is trial by error and learning. Right. I mean, the reason that you guys have camera switching, which we've talked about, which I'm not going to get into, but is by a fluke. I mean, it randomly, worked. us plugging different cords in trial and error worked. And these, pl- these cords will never be touched ever. No. And, but it just was tough because, you know, we planned seven o'clock tonight that we were going to do. Um, and that even gave us an hour and 10 minutes to work on getting it ready. Yeah. yeah. And 
we got here. Two hours it took us to get it figured we, out. We had some preliminary things that we had to do um, as far as Zoom, which we learned some things about Zoom tonight, too. It cost us more money, per yeah, usual. Yeah, typical. Um, but just everything involved, it was like, I've, you know, we felt bad, but our, this guest that we're going to have on, was he was very... Very understanding. Understanding of it, and he kind of went through the process with us, I feel like, because we were all staring at him <laughs> while we couldn't hear him and he couldn't hear us. And, I mean, it, we figured it out. It was super simple. Um, maybe could we do it differently? Probably, but we're not to that point where we're going to try and... With, with the caliber of guests that we have planned for this style of... A video and audio podcast. We're not going to mess with what we've done tonight because we no. know it works. Yeah, and I think like you, I think we were trying to get it as like this could be the most potentially in, like important way that we provide entertainment. You know, outside of if we ever get to do hunting videos and vlogs and stuff like that, to be able to zoom interview. And, and every guest that we have on here is important to us, but this would just be like a higher profile guest for sure. Um, that uh, they're part of some things you've heard before. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people that uh, you might be familiar with outside of Bull Mountain Brothers, you know? And so, I don't know. It just, we'll end it there. Uh, we don't want to talk too much more about this stuff that maybe you guys don't even care about. But we're just, yeah, we're just a little bummed tonight. Things are a little out of whack. We're a little off pace tonight. Um, a lot of things just didn't work. But we're here. We're going to put it out. And, uh, Everything will be back in sync come Monday, I would say. Monday, Tuesday of next week, which would be like... I'll have all the videos posted by... I'm going to try to have them out by Monday or Tuesday. So you'll have three... So it's going to be like February 20-something? Hold on. Do the math. Yeah, 15. Yeah. Yeah, 20th. 20th, Because yeah. Sunday's the 19th, yeah. So yeah, like around the 20th, everything will be back in chronic chronological order and then... Just get ready for next Saturday, which Saturday is our normal posting time. The that following Saturday, which would be the twenty sixth, um, the this really awesome interview will be ready to go. Unless somehow something completely falls apart next Monday, <laughs> almost a guarantee at some point. But we're definitely definitely getting shit figured out a little better. I mean, it sucks that I had to be gone, but. I'm glad. Do you want to transition to that now? Let's transition. Yeah, Why mean, don't you just from tell us like where you, uh, how you got involved in this, and then tell us like, because even though it's not really hunting fishing, it's an outdoor hobby, and uh, you can kind of just a lot of people might be interested in power sports, and just tell us like how you got involved and your whole how the whole trip went. I mean, not I don't want we won't be here for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not you talking, so I think it'd be okay. Fair point. Yeah, so I think it was 2019. I started work for a company, uh, Jim and Tracy's Alignment, as a mechanic. And the first year I was there, I, they were always talking about a race team, and I worked on a few of the, the race vehicles, but I never really got into it the first year I was there. And then 2020 rolled around and with COVID and not being able to go do the hobbies that I wanted to do, uh, my good friend Levi, who was my manager there, was like, hey, do you, you want to come ride in the truck with me? Because the person that was riding with him before 
decided they didn't want to do it anymore. They they left and moved. I don't remember exactly. What are the duties of the rider, the person in the passenger seat? We'll get to that. Sorry. Don't worry. Um, So. Oh, God dang. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to Uh, to hijack my story. But no, uh, he asked me if I wanted to ride with him. And I was like, yeah, dude, I got nothing going on. Um, So I started out riding with him in a truck and we broke. We have four races in our circuit that's here, and we broke all four races. So I never really got to like experience. Can you explain what broke means? So we wouldn't finish races because something catastrophic would happen to the vehicle to where we couldn't finish the race. Okay. All four races, we didn't. Okay. We had one race that we finished, but we didn't do all seven laps. We just made it further than everyone else. And it's it's all adjusted time and everything. And so I ended up, at the end of 2020, I went back to Polaris, but Levi asked me if I would ride for the owner's granddaughter. And I was like, absolutely, you guys got me hooked. I'm in it. Did you, I'm sorry, did you explain what exactly you're racing? Oh, yeah. So sorry. <laughs> we race, no, that's, that should have prefaced with that, but it's. Wow. <laughs> I said it. Maybe I said did. it. You did. <laughs> uh, originally, I was in a Pro 2 chassis, which is an off-road truck. It's two-wheel drive. Everything is in a stock location, front-mounted front, front mounted motor. Uh, you can pretty much do whatever you want horsepower-wise, uh, one shock per corner. Then I stayed in that truck. Levi had got a new truck, which is an Ultra 4, which is four-wheel drive. Um Pretty much you can do whatever you want with them, but to stay in the class of his, which is 4,800, you have to have one shock per corner, and then there's a bunch of other shit that I won't get into. But I stayed in the truck that I was in with Levi with uh, the owner's granddaughter. Very first race blew up the motor, so that was super neat. Um, Ended up getting a new motor before our next race. Ended up that it was way too powerful for a two-wheel drive vehicle and you got traction nowhere. And so that was last year. And this year, Levi was like, hey, I want someone who's going to be able to ride with me in every race because he was kind of going back and forth between different riders. He's like, I just want someone consistent. And I was like, well, I already go to all four races. It's prior engagement. I'll be at all four races. And then he hits me with, hey, I want to race King of Hammers. King of the Hammers. I was like, okay. And he's like, well, it's like, according to King of the Hammers themselves, it is the toughest one-day race in the world. It's 140. Our class is 140 miles in the Mojave Desert. There's seven or eight rock sections. And when I say rock sections, it's pretty much boulders that are the same size as a truck that you have to drive through. And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll ride with you. Let's go. And he's like, okay, yeah, you got to take five days off of work and it's going to be, we're going to be there for nine days. And I was like, oh, with a podcast, that's going to be super fun. But these guys were gracious enough. They're like, yeah, we got it. You know, you guys did really well for not having the guy that does most of the tech stuff. But um, so that's what we've been gearing up for. And that's the trip I went on 
right off the bat we got there so uh i guess i'm just uh just wondering you just go for a ride like you're just hanging out like kick, kick back in the seat there not doing nothing like when you ride with these guys Oh, you want me to explain? Okay, so my yeah job, for the second time, I just want you to tell what what you're what you're doing on this trip. <laughs> okay, so my job as to a co-pilot, drink beer. No, no, and the, you, absolutely not. <laughs> but anyway, my job as the co-pilot is there's a couple dozen gauges and switches on the uh, in in the dash of the truck, so I have to watch temperature of the truck transmission coolant oil pressure fuel all that stuff and then i have a it's it's a lawrence fish finder but it's a gps built in i have that in front of me and we get downloads of the tracks for all the races we go to and so i have all the tracks i know where we've got to go but i also have to keep him on the track at the same time and then if there's someone in front of us i have three different siren switches to let them know at King of the Hammers, they actually give you a navigator and a and a tracker, which, according to everyone that watched us race, didn't work the entire race because it said we were at the start line for the entire race. But uh, it's got a button where you hit it, and it tells the truck in front of you that you're trying to pass them or medical emergencies and all that stuff. And those guys really go all out. It even has a mode where you can hold a button, and it'll transmit a Wi-Fi signal. So you can use your phone to call somebody. It, it's crazy. Can I, can I interrupt you? Yeah. Uh, while you're telling the story, is it possible for you to get Sean the video of the w- something that happened while oh, you were? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, send, send that, that to Sean, e- and then keep telling yeah, your story though. Email it. Um. But anyway, so as a co-pilot, I pretty much tell him where to go, make sure the truck's running good, and to where all he has to do is. Uh, pretty much just drive and holy cow i just lost my well you also do something besides it's like sometimes you have to get out right oh right so in the rock sections we have um click it and i'll do the yeah it's that one um we in the rock sections it's very there's like a 90 percent likelihood that you're going to get stuck and the driver cannot leave the vehicle to winch the co-pilot is the only one, and it's a safety thing. They don't want too many people out running around. Because, I mean, there was 153 trucks in just our class. They had 1,062 participants in all of the classes, which is wild. And so, luckily, I only had to get out three times for our race to winch out. But, I mean, it, it, at some points, there was 30 trucks stuck in the rocks in front of us. And... That's what really killed us. We ended up not finishing all the laps of the race because we ran out of time. But yeah, so that's that's the other part of my job. The circuit that we race is not really, we don't ever really have to winch because there's not really any rock sections. But so that was kind of a new experience for me. But uh, anyway, the trip started out, we got there at like 11.30 p.m., that Saturday, uh, got everything unloaded, went to bed, got up the next morning, kind of got the truck ready a little bit. We were going to go pre-run, which is pretty much just practice for, uh, the race because there's a couple days that there's not, 
I think there's two days at the beginning where there's not people on the track and the track's not live. So you have free range of the whole track to go around and practice. And so we went up to what's called chocolate thunder, which is a, one of the biggest rock sections there that's easy to get to. I mean, there's thousands of side-by-sides crawling around this hill and, uh, we pull up and we're next in line getting ready to go. And, uh, some bystander walked to him. He's like, Hey, you're, uh, you guys' truck is just leaking fluid everywhere. And we're like, oh, well, that, that's not good. <laughs> and so we started looking at the gauge and everything, and the temp gauge is pegged out 250 degrees, which normal operating temperature is about 180. So we were hot. So we kind of limped it back to camp and found out that the head gasket had blown. On a brand new motor. On right? a brand new rebuilt motor. And so we're like, hmm, I guess we're doing head gaskets. Luckily, we have a race trailer. It's got pretty much spare parts for every part on the truck. Uh, Spent Sunday night and all of Monday getting it put back together. So we're down to one day of pre-running. Did you get that figured out? No. It's... uh, Too too big? Yeah, I'm still getting it figured out. Okay. Um, I'll kind of skip what happened we got the truck running good went up to chocolate thunder again had a mishap which when sean gets this figured out i'll show you exactly what happened but uh then we kind of decided from that mishap that the gearing and the transfer case was wrong for the four-wheel drive and low because in high it's one-to-one which means you're pretty much just direct drive and then one of the guys there super Super cool guy, uh, Fire River Racing. He's like, well, I don't use my old truck anymore, and I have an entire built transfer case that's three to one that will be super good for the rocks. It's in my other trailer. I'll go grab it for you. So we grabbed it, got it all put in in like 45 minutes, go to put the driveline back up, and his tail shaft is three inches shorter than our tail shaft. Hmm. So our drive shaft will not work with that. So essentially the male end would not reach the female end. In a, in a gist, yeah. Yes. And so we kind of scratched our heads for a little bit and we're like, well, we have another gear set to make our transfer case a three to one. Let's just put that in there. We're trying to avoid that because it takes like four or five hours to do. It's like four in the morning and we go to put the last gear in the transfer case and it's the wrong bore size for the pin. This is literally... You're saying a lot of uh, mechanic nerdy stuff. I know, I know. You're getting a little, a little carried away. But uh, anyway, it's the wrong parts. We don't have the right parts. And so our f- friend Tom from Fire River Racing was like, um, well, I got a guy in Vegas that could have you a driveline tomorrow. Like, that's a seven-hour round trip. Ended up, that's literally, it was our last option. We exhausted everything. Because we were still trying to pre-run practice at this point, and now we're just getting to the point where it's like, if we don't get this truck back together, we're not even going to be able to race. And we've spent thousands of dollars coming down here to race. Sent sent a guy to Vegas, got all the parts, got back, everything went back together, trucks ready to go. They shut the course down for practice. So we're mm. like, all right, well, we're going into this blind, and so. Come Friday, which is the day we raced. So why didn't you, um, I thought that 
you had told me that you you didn't qualify. Now, why why was that? Okay, so actually, let me let me respeak because I misspoke. All of the things we were trying to do with the transfer case was to get us to qualify. So qualifying, there's lots of people that don't qualify just because they don't want to, and qualifying determines the the position that you start. And so us not qualifying put us at a hundredth position where if we qualified, we might've been in 65th position, you know, depending on how we qualified, could have been in first position. It just depends on how you qualify. So anyway, we got to the point where like, well, we can't because we qualified on Wednesday and we're like, it's just, we're the trucks tore apart. We can't even move the truck. So we sent it off to Vegas, got it back, got the truck put back together Thursday afternoon. And then me and Levi spent the rest of the afternoon making sure everything was ready to go on the truck. Did you get that? I did. Have you seen this video? No, I had to uh, I had to edit part of it down. That's fine. It's more towards the end anyway. Yeah. But so this is what happened Monday night after we fixed the head gasket. We are in the the, You're in the green one? In the green one there okay. in the middle, yeah. And so what are you trying to do right now? Just try We're to get over to a rock? climb up this rock wall because this is the qualifying course that we were going to run if we were going to qualify. Is it, it's probably good there's no audio on this, huh? Uh, it's It was so windy you couldn't really hear anything anyway. But All right, uh, so here you go. You're making it out of there. <laughs> oh, and then that's not good. Not and so good. it's it's kind of funny, actually. I've been in, this would have been my third rollover. That's pretty much it. But uh, that would have been my third rollover. And usually I'm like, oh, whatever, I'm on a five-point harness. But what had happened was, is when we rolled, I could see as the weight of the truck came down on my side, it pushed the roll cage in. And I'm already very big for a race vehicle. Like my feet are all. You're not jockey size. That's no, no. And all these guys, everywhere you walk, all these race car drivers are like five foot five. <laughs> like I see why you guys race because you fit in these vehicles. But uh, I had a little bit of a freak out. Oh, really? Like how so? Like uh, I got claustrophobic because I couldn't move. Like I was just, I was laying upside down in my five point harness. And the roll cage is touching me on the head. And I think it took them about, I hung upside down for about 15 minutes. So are you saying that you had like a out loud freak out or you had like an internal freak out? It was, it was about 80% internal, 20% Levi could tell that I was kind of freaking out a little bit. Mm. But he was fine because he was on the high side and he could, you know, he could look up and out and I looked down and it's just rocks and dirt right next to my face. And I apologize too for the audio listeners. Uh, the video we just watched for the video people, uh, uh, Ramsey, ro they rolled it essentially. Right. Yeah. On on my side. There's yeah. a big joke because every roller I've been in has been straight onto my side. Uh, you well, you're losing weight, so it's good. <laughs> but... Uh, the thing that sucked the most is if I'd have stayed in my harness, I probably wouldn't have had my freak out. But the winch controller, our uh, our race seats have pockets on the back of them, and the winch controller was in the back of my seat. And if you've ever been in a five-point harness before, 
once you're in it, you have like this much range of motion. You can't do anything in it because you're so sucked down. Plus, I have a neck brace on and a helmet and a bunch of wires coming out of my helmet. So I had to actually unclip upside down from my five-point harness so I could turn and grab the winch controller out to hand it to somebody so they could winch the truck back over. So I did all that thinking, oh, I'll be fine, you know, because I'm like this up in the truck, you know, I'm all kink because all my weight's now on my neck. And they go to winch it and they put it in a really terrible spot, but it's like I can't do anything because I'm stuck in the truck and they go to winch and the cable snaps. Mm. So we had to wait for a guy to drive around the other way, pull in front of us and winch us from there with a snatch block and everything. And they finally, what had happened was me and Levi got tired of sitting in the truck. So he was able to unclip and get out. And then I was able to get out through. But uh, yeah, don't recommend. If you ever roll over in a five-point harness, do not unclip from said harness. But uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, it is. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. So anyway, to kind of get towards the end here, Friday, we started out. Um, everything was running great. Truck ran great. It was pretty crazy going across the desert at 90 miles an hour, and there's five guys on either side of you in the same race racing you across the desert, and you can't see in front of you because there's five more guys in front of you kicking up a bunch of dust. And I'm staring at a 12-inch screen telling Levi play-by-play where to turn and how much to turn. And made it through the desert section and the first rock section section great. And then you have to kind of loop back and go through half of the desert section again. And we're kind of going along. We're just passing somebody. And... We hear this noise like, and I'm like, what is that? We both look over and you can just see a dude's legs and his shoelaces. There was a helicopter doing 90 miles an hour, dead even with us videoing us as we were going across the desert. That was pretty cool. That would be pretty cool. It was crazy. I mean, he's literally like almost touching distance outside of the truck. So you're racing in a two-wheel drive truck. This one's four-wheel drive. How much traction do you honestly have in, I mean, sand, essentially? Zero. So are you gliding or are you digging? It depends. If you're on flat ground, you just kind of go over the top of it. But there's one one place that was a big section that a lot of people complained about is a giant sand hill. And it took me and Levi three times to get up it only reason we didn't get in the first time is because he got all the way to the top and the transfer case popped out of four-wheel drive into two-wheel drive and it literally dug a three-foot trench and so he put it in four-wheel drive and tried to gun it and it rooster tailed so much sand on the truck there was this much on the dash like solid two inches of sand on the dash and i couldn't even see my legs because it was just sand and so Got through all that, got to a rock section, and what really killed us is, like I was referring to before, is the qualifying. We were behind so many people that when we got into a log jam in the rock sections, we would be there for 45 minutes to an hour. Log jam meaning people? Yeah. It's like a I bottleneck, you're saying. Like bottleneck, yeah. 30 like, people in front of you, 
and you can't go anywhere because it's solid cliff. So you sides. can't pass in that. In I mean, if you were you fucking batshit crazy, can pass, but you can't. But you can't because there's literally nowhere to go. I mean, the boulders on the sides are as big as the truck, and it's straight up a cliff on both sides. So would you say, like, for off-road racing, that this is one of the like the biggest spectacles, and like this is like the championship event for this would be what you comparative do. of the Super Bowl of what we do. Right, so it's a big deal. I mean, there's top end, like there's well-known names racing in this race oh, yeah. and stuff so, like that. My thing is, is what what do you do when, in your case, I'm assuming when you guys rolled that there was people behind you? It was it was practice. I mean, there was people behind us, but they weren't like trying okay. To get so let's somewhere. put that into a you know this is six hours into the race and you get to a rock face. What happens when you bottleneck? Or somebody bottlenecks up the only route to get up the rocks. I mean, does that just all all of sucks the, for you? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, all the co-drivers get out and will help. The do people teams. get frustrated? Or is it just un, like an un, understanding unwritten rule that like this is how it is? It's kind of fifty fifty because you get guys that be like, all right, let's let's just do this as fast as we can. Because so benefits all get through it. And then you got guys that are like, ah, fuck you, and they try to go around you, and then they get stuck, and then you laugh at them as you leave ah, five minutes okay. later. But I mean, other than that, we didn't finish. Ended up 72nd out of 153 as rookies. I mean, in our book, that's a win. Well, and didn't you say this was also, like, it was on ESPN? Like, one of the ESPN channels? That's I, that's what I heard. And now, I watched it on YouTube Live, to be right, honest with you. Yeah. So, that was where I watched it, which was cool because... And we've had this in the past at where the, the place I work where there's guys that did hill climbing for snowmobiles. So, we could watch them on the TVs at work. Well, we got to watch, essentially watch you guys, um, which it kind of sucks because they really only focus on the top 20 people. But there was times where I think wherever the cameras were at, they would just, you know, and then these bottlenecks that you were talking about. So we did actually get to see you guys racing, which is really cool from, I mean, how many, how many miles away were we? Like 1,200. 1,200 miles away. And uh, it was really cool. I, was, I I'm not really into that atmosphere, so I don't really have any passion for it. But it's after I got to watch it, it was like, oh yeah, that's that's actually really cool. Like it was. I mean, I ran track when I was a freshman in high school, so. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, you would have just winched yourself out or whatever. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say it was a win. For, you guys started a hundredth place, and you and, and you finished seventy second. That's a that's a positive. If you were a NASCAR driver, you'd probably still get paid by your your sponsor because you're you're moving up, you're not moving backwards. Right. Yeah, it's just there's guys there that have $800,000 trucks. And I mean, they run the the 4400 unlimited class which you can do whatever you want to the truck. There's literally no restrictions on it whatsoever. And then they turn around and they have a 4800 truck, which is what we're in. And then they turn around and they have a trophy truck, which is his own thing. And all of them, you know, there's, I talked to the guy that actually ended up winning the King of Kings, which is the main race on Saturday. He's got three trucks totaling $2.2 million. Mm. And I mean, we're, we're so far from that. I mean, we're peanuts compared to that. Yeah. So I think, I think that is cool. A couple of small town guys from Montana, just really putting your efforts in and, yeah, it's cool. I mean, it was an interesting story. I think that's why, you know, we we don't know what to do sometimes when we want to talk about things other than the outdoors because we don't know how the audience will react. But I think it was cool to talk about. I mean, it's something different. 
Um, and we know why you, what you were doing and why you weren't here. So, um, do you have anything else to add on that or? No, that pretty much sums it up. I'm, How was the weather in Cali? You know, actually it would surprise you. It was not that much different from here. It was cold. It was like 20 degrees at night. It was, so we, the owner brings down his motor home and it's, I mean, I could have slept in there, but you sleep with the boys, you know, you sleep with the race crew. We were in a, like an old Mayflower trailer is our race trailer. And we threw some cots up in there and just kind of roughed it out. But I was like, this feels like, uh, I've been in a lot worse situations with Sean in a wall tent, so I'm not going <laughs> to complain too bad about it. But no, it was, I think the warmest I saw it was 60 but the wind was blowing so bad that it was just like, I mean, we had 60, 70 mile an hour wind on Tuesday. Oh, so you're still blowing dust out of your nose today? Oh, yeah. It's it's awful. And I'm pretty beat up. Yeah. Yeah. You showed us when you got home, you had, you had bruises on your ankles from oh, the yeah. inside the my truck. All the way around my ankles. And then I have a giant blister. How's the gym been since you got back? Miserable. Miserable? It's, it's not fun, but got to grind. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Thanks for sharing that story. That was really cool. Uh insight on what you were doing and and for me it's kind of weird to think about racing in february but well when you go to the desert i think you do that whenever you know what i mean yeah yeah so thanks for sharing that That was cool yeah that, that's definitely uh, a little different than riley is right when he talks about that because like we we've had conversations about guests that we want to have on that well why don't you realistically don't like they don't gel around hunting fishing in the outdoors that we we can accomplish in montana like it's just i mean in plenty of other states and so we've always been like you know these people that we can have on like this this would be fantastic pr for bull mount brothers which at the end that that we're really looking for that but but. i mean at the end of the day we are business and that is it is important to us to try and get out to as many, as many people as we can. And, but at the, like, it's tough because we have a certain listener, you know, however many we have. And it's tough. Cause it's like, well, so let's say we go talk to this guy about, um, which, and it's funny because Riley has brought this up too every time I've said this because like when when I when we talk about these people that um, it, it'd be hard for us to uh, gel with them in a sense. We have had guys on here talk about uh, classic cars like Matt's cousin, and we did great. Yeah, and like who says we couldn't do well with these people that aren't. Yeah. addicted to outdoors and yeah, fishing. And I, if you look at, I mean, yeah, I think the outdoor world is so weird compared to everywhere else where it's very niche. It's very like, we have to talk about this all the time. And maybe that our, even though our logo or design or everything is really centered around like the wilderness and stuff like that. I think that the design of our podcast is actually more similar to these guys that just they're like for the bull. I don't. Know. <laughs> that was that was not really how I want to explain it. But it's like like uh, there's a lot of popular podcasts where they just talk to a bunch of different people and they just basically I, I I to like I get what you're saying. It's the outdoors isn't just 
summed up to hunting and fishing. Yeah, it's or summed like up uh, to racing. It's summed up sun some 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 summed up to uh classic cars doing i mean really it's 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 endless yeah and i think that what's really fun for us as hosts like i get to sit back and like let's just pretend that ramsey in that situation was a guest um i get to sit back and just hear like you know hear about something that i don't really even understand um and then get educated on it so i think it's cool for the listeners but i guess if you're not here to listen to that then next week we'll talk about hunting and fishing i guess but i don't think we keep stopping i don't think we stop bringing on whoever we can. And, and I wanted you to kind of explain a little situation you were in with this. Uh, you don't have to tell who it was, but like basically the situation, like you, you didn't know if you want to bring him on or whatever like that. And like what he was, what it is essentially. Do you want me to go into like how I got to talking to him? Well, yeah. Talk about like how you like talk to this person. Don't say who they are. Um, but what they do and why we didn't know if we could bring them on the podcast. Cause we were afraid we didn't, our listeners wouldn't be interested. So, Actually, we had a couple, a couple of, um, situations revolving around this. Um, one guy that we, a person, let me just say that. Let me just get as far away from selecting this person. Name dropping this person. Yeah. Um, essentially the three of us liked what this person did we enjoyed everything that uh um was put together by this uh business um and well you can say what it is it's music it's me okay all right all right it's basically we enjoyed everything that 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 this guy put together for music and we were you know we had a lot of thoughts going through our heads personally and through Bull Mountain Brothers are basically how um how we could approach this. But realistically for the last I mean year since this podcast started, it's always been like are is it worth reaching out to somebody? You know what I mean? Like we've always had that conversation is like, are we just like, you know, a feather in the wind to some people? And it we've kind of crested that and got to a point where we can um all the worst thing they can say is no you know and so we're we're reaching new horizons and reaching out to people and uh, this happened um we i reached i reached out to a guy um through instagram and basically was it was open-ended i told these two that i did what i did and you got in the DMs. Yeah, I was in the DMs. Sean was being real, which is funny. Thirsty yeah. in the DMs. DMs. It was this DMs. Sorry, I basically just reached out and told him who we were, what we did, how we enjoyed what he did, and of course, we had thousands of different things that came across our minds of what we could do with this particular person, and so you know, we just went for it. And it ended up being a good conversation at the end of the day. Um, it, you know, it obviously took a little while for um, our communication to become something that made sense to both parties. Uh, 
But the tough thing, as Riley said, as we went through, was how do we structure our listeners to hear what what a show or a production would be between us and him. And so it was tough. And I think we kind of came to the conclusion that Riley just summed up was, I think we can talk to anybody about anything. Well, and I think that the this situation in particular, and not only the fact that this guy makes awesome awesome stuff like he's very popular like like we are that feather in the wind to this person and for them to essentially reach out to us was they re- not reach out to us but respond was almost like holy cow like that's really right. cool um and we didn't want to seem like we were just using him for clout you know what i mean and then also um we were hung up on the fact like we didn't want to give our listeners something that they didn't want and then create something awkward right and I started, we started to think about like Josh or Josh, Sean and I both listen to different podcasts outside of this, both to say relevant in our atmosphere. And man, we just find it interesting. You can't start a podcast if you're not interested in what a podcast is. And it started making us think like, we don't always listen to every episode of that podcast. And I'll just kind of compare this to Joe Rogan in particular. Like, I don't love everybody he has on there. I only listen to people that I find interesting. So it's like, if our listeners don't find that particular thing that's not hunting wise or fishing interesting, then they can just skip that one. And that doesn't bother me. Now, if we have a much lower audience when we do this stuff that's outside of what we do, whatever, but I think we make good conversation. I think that's the best part about what we do is uh, we're able to, to connect with people. And I think that we don't get, I don't, we don't let ourselves get hung up on this stuff. We just go for it. And, so this was a big conversation that we, the three of us had was how we look at these, these preliminary relationships with certain people that are more well-known than us is we look at it as a business standpoint, you know, like if we were where they were, would we consider, you know, communicating with them? And that was the biggest thing that I think that took us back from this uh, communication that we had with this guy was, are we where we want to be to have him on? And we've had this conversation all the time about guests that we're currently booking and, you know, looking into the future to book. And it's just tough because it's, it's, do we, is this the right time? You know what I mean? Like, that's always the question. Well, and you've had some, you've had, you've had a guy and Matt's had a guy that are like, this seems so cringy to talk about, but we're going to just do the, the alphabetical listing, right? So there's C list celebrities, B list celebrities, a list, whatever a being the most important. Well, let's just compare guests that way. And I'll, and, and again, I say important in a different way. Like I, I honestly value our local interviews with people that, I've never been on a mic before than anything over anything. But to justify what you're saying, it's not like Joe Rogan has his best friends from high school on the podcast. Yeah. And so you know we have I mean? to have some people that are pretty much relevant. And then there's a lot of people out there that are popular, but don't get to tell their story the way that we can interview them, I guess. And so Sean's had a guy and Matt's had a guy both that are like A-list, B-list, A-list guys, like guys that are like, 
I can't believe we can have a conversation with this guy. And we've been just holding it off because we don't feel that we are big enough to justify having them on. And and to go with that, it's because we want to, like tonight is a perfect example. We couldn't have something like tonight happen with these guys that we're talking about. Because we want to be able to be so professional on our end that it's it's seamless. You know what I mean? It's not, there's no technical difficulties, which who's to say that it, it would be a big problem with these guys? Yeah. One, a lot of these guys are expecting like, you know, you take them out to dinner or you pay for them to come. I mean, there's a lot of crazy stuff involved. Right. Wouldn't you, well, you and that's the biggest it? thing too, is because I feel like for us, where we're at now, we're obviously growing and we're kind of on a cusp point or I guess I don't know how to reword that any better, but we're at a point where we could rocket ship if we if something really if we got a good thing to Well, to we're at a point where we have the listeners to probably be able to be like involved with some people like this to help us boost. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, we are a company. That's what we're looking for is we want our voices to be widespread. We want we want to impact multiple different communities and people. But the problem is, is we totally overthink how we want to make a production out of it. And yeah. it's tough because Ramsey does all of our video production and technical stuff. Is he a dude who went to college for this and is a full-time cameraman for a, a movie set, TV show, or any other big YouTubers? No. no I'm an amateur hour. And but it's still great. For everything, yeah, for everything that he knows... It's like, are we there? And that's always our our problem that we have with it is with these these people that we've had conversations with. It's like, gosh, it's just tough because we don't want to put something together with somebody like this and it be shit. Yeah, like I I would have been it would have been almost a a crusher, like a company crusher, if we have someone like that on and tonight happens to in that situation right. that could that could derail the operation completely. And so you know, I, I guess I just I really. I hate to go on these big tangents about technical stuff and what we got going on behind the scenes, but to really sum it up, um, we don't think that we're going, going forward, we don't think we're going to miss any opportunity to talk to someone no. that could bring some cool story, even if it's not out hunting and fishing. And I really do think that um, at the end of the day, we bring a special, um, our, we bring our own style to how we do things. And I think it fits it fits a lot of people and it it at the end of the day it it will fit an a list i mean we're not going to we don't put anything out that is garbage and riley is a very big stickler on that as the two of us know because he doesn't want to post or do anything that looks like a baked potato recorded it <laughs> and so it's good that he does that i mean it's not like ramsey and i would ever do anything like that but riley's just kind of like more of the like stern. quality control yeah i'm for the, sure the i'm not going to use that term and yeah i get i know where you're going with yeah, that yeah, but yeah. i've ripped a lot of i've ripped a lot of footage yeah and, and, and which it's is good I, I really don't try to be like the guy in the company that tells everybody what to do but like I will, uh, there's been times where Ramsey's up editing something and he's about ready to punch me in the face because I'll be like, nope, it's, you got to change it. You got to change it. Or like, you got to rip that. We're getting, we're pulling that. 
So I just it's it's good quality control. And the thing that I think we've come to realize is with these A list people, B list, whatever you want to call them, it makes the difference. I don't even really know what that means, but I'm just using what Riley said. <laughs> uh, we could put something together that would be fantastic for for our viewers and for everyone. So yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it goes a long ways. We uh, have a lot of conversation to do involved with that, but. I don't know. I'm happy with how, like I said, that it's fun to wrap this unbelievable evening up, essentially, with some positive direction for this. For sure. Um, so, yeah. We'll... <laughs> Biggest thing to take away from where we're at right now is our goals going into season two have not changed, and we are still doing this and we are not getting to a point where we are becoming stagnant and yeah. we'll stop. Like, we're not going to just lackadaisically move through anything. Like, it is still always... The f- the three of us are still working five days a week to make everything as good, as great. Yeah, as it's great. As we possibly can. Well, yeah. and... For sure. Uh, I think that the, the, the wheels got off the track a little bit with the, everything that happened in the last six days or whatever, but everything, like I said, it'll get set back into motion Monday and we're going to try not to have hiccups like this in the future. It's just, it is what it is. And, um, sometimes I look at it, like I get really scared that we're going to just come like way off track and, uh, derail the whole operation. But sometimes I don't think that we are big enough where people get feisty with us. So I kind of have a funny reference to make um, towards, obviously I I own two businesses, but the one being construction is I always have to tell clients this, which is a good thing to tell viewers and everything is um, midway through a project in construction, it doesn't look as good as it will at the end. But I promise you the work ethic and the passion is always the same throughout the entire project. So nothing will look upsetting. Yeah, the final the project finish. is always that's I have, always come out. Yeah, I have to tell people that all the time and it's it's the same with this business as well. I feel oh, like. yeah, for sure. Yeah, so um I think we're pretty close to ending here. I I don't know if I really want to talk about I did I unlike the other people in the group did do an outdoor adventure last weekend. I went fishing. I went I'm going to tell you exactly what I did and I'm going to tell you how unsuccessful I was. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, Josh and I, we're just, I mean, we're pretty familiar with Josh at this point. Um, we wanted to make a, we wanted to turn a fishing day into like a, like a, I don't even know how to explain this, like a mission. And instead of just like, we're going to go here and try to do this all day, we, we made a plan to do an, we were, what we're going to do is for four, four hours in the morning, we were going to fish targeting rainbow trout through the ice. We were going to eat lunch, which ended up did, did not happening because I forgot a part from my Blackstone, so we didn't eat that day. Um, but in, in between in the afternoon part, we were going to drive to... Uh, There's a lot of driving that day. We were going to drive to a, 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 a river that was far from where we were at, and we were going to target brown trout, right? Um, and then we were going to go to another lake and do the night fish for ling and walleye it was this whole day we had planned out and we were going to do like this crazy mission and so we ended up doing it we did the rainbow trout part of it uh i had 
I was literally setting up for Josh and I was setting up our tent and we had thrown a pole in our depth. Found, we, we went for depth uh, to check depth on where we were at and we found a perfect spot with really just drilling one hole. Um, so I threw a pole in there and while I was setting up the other poles for Josh and his, his girlfriend came with us too, um, my, I had my pole just started going crazy and I was like, Oh my God, I ran over there, set the hook and nothing. Uh, that rest of that morning we had no bites. It was done. So the rainbow part, basically, let's just say there was three sections of this first section fail X didn't, didn't accomplish. So then we head to the river and, uh, it was my first fly fish. It was my first rod holding a, a long rod for, for 2023. Um, which as you know, if you listen, fly fishing is my passion more than any other fishing. It's this thing I enjoy. And it's the thing I'm in all honesty, I've, I've gotten to know more than, uh, I have more knowledge I would guess about it just because of what Josh has taught me over the years. Um, than any other kind of fishing. And so we did all this fishing. We, we, you have to hike this spot. So we hiked way in and we didn't catch anything forever. And it wasn't until like, I would say probably a mile and a half to two miles in, he set me up on his favorite spot and it was my turn to go first. And I did about four casts, didn't catch anything. And then I'm, I'm stripping through these uh, little rapids uh, of this deep hole and I knew I had a fish, but it wasn't like, and we were streamer fishing. So if you're familiar with streamer fishing, like I'll talk to Sean about, and Ramsey, both fly fishermen, uh, like how you're used to that, like head shakes and like hitting, you know, real oh, quick. For sure. Yeah. Um, that didn't happen. It was more of, it felt like when you're fishing like a cold, and this was essentially what that was, a cold river, um, like with nymphs or whatever, and you have just a really light, um, like bobber hit on, on a streamer you were getting those kind of hits yeah i was getting just i just i knew i don't know how to explain it like i think if from experience i knew i had a fish but i i couldn't say like oh my gosh that's a fish it was more like so i know i know thing, it wasn't a snag let me ask you this because this has like been my experience streamer fishing is in that exact case because if you're regular like if you're streamer fishing through say late spring early summer you can tell size yeah. when you when you set that instance you could set on a eight pound rainbow and have no idea how much it weighs yeah right yeah yeah, yeah it's it's just terrible and exactly and the only other instance i've ever had with this like other than a couple times like uh on this one river that doesn't freeze in montana um i was catching walleye on a river one time and they were so lethargic that it would barely pull your indicator down and you knew you had one on. It was just like, it was something abnormal than your usual run. Right. You could tell like something moved. And it was the same way I was stripping and I was like, I know that's not a snag because of, you know, like it didn't instantly get hard. Um, I was like, I know I have something. Um, and it almost like I thought I had foul hooked a carp or something. So I get my set, I'm holding, uh, hold my tension on it and I'm fighting, but it wasn't, it didn't fight at all. Like it was like barely fought me. And so Josh came over and I said, I don't know what this is, but I don't think it's a trout. And I'm pulling him in, pulling him in. And he, he did a surface and he actually did where he rose above the water. And Josh is like, holy shit. Like it's a trout. Like it's probably the biggest trout you've ever caught. And I'm like, whatever. And so I get him to where we can finally see him in the water, pull him in, ended up being a 25 inch brown. It was like 24, like right at 24 
It was in between there somewhere. Um, and it was my PB. Like, that's the biggest brown trout I've ever caught, which trumped, uh, if you guys have seen our TikTok I, and all of our Instagram and stuff, I caught my personal best last year on a different trip. So in the last year, I've caught in both my personal best browns. Happened to be this year the first fish I caught on a fly this year with my personal best. So like I was like ecstatic as you could imagine. Um, and then we didn't really catch anything the rest of the day. It was, it was slow going, but to catch that really made the trip for sure. And then, uh, we went to that other lake to set up and essentially fish the dark. Like we did a month ago. Didn't have any bites at all, but I, what was fun is on the Vexlar, I had 12 to 15 between Josh and I different chases, you know, so they would come off bottom and chase our, our bait and then nothing bit, but it's cool to see them on the flasher. So, uh, it was a different trip. It was interesting, um, to, to turn into a mission instead of, um, you know, something like that. But, uh, yeah, it was cool and it was fun to catch. It was, I love catching fish. So, uh, we got a, little bit of a, a off-road situation with Ramsey. Uh, I got a little bit of fishing in last weekend, and uh, I think we're taking a few weekends off. We're really focusing on the turkey hunt, um, so we're going to be out and about. I can't really announce this project that we're working on for a couple weeks from now, but as soon as I get more information, you'll be seeing it elsewhere. Uh, basically, keep your eyes out for uh, a local fundraiser event um, that we're going to put on, hopefully. Um towards the end of this month where you can actually come and hang out and check out our merchandise. Um, we're going to, we're going to give some stuff away, sell some stuff. And then it's part of a, an, a bigger thing. We can actually give more money to starlight. So that's really cool. Um, but yeah, check that out. Sean and I are doing some other inventory stuff for the BNB store. We're working on some artwork. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. Just make sure to stay tuned. Uh, again, we apologize for the hiccups that we've had in the last couple of weeks, but, uh, from us to you, we thank you for kind of, coming along for the ride and uh, stay tuned. A lot of cool things are coming. Absolutely. For now, I think we're done. Catch you on the next one. See you later. Later. Thanks for listening to another episode of Bull Mountain Brothers. Hey, if you're looking for more Bull Mountain Brothers, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at bull underscore mountain underscore brothers and Facebook and YouTube at Bull Mountain Brothers. Also, don't forget to check out our B&B store at bullmountainbrothers.com where you can find some super sweet deals on some seasonal merchandise and outdoor gear.